Welcome to the Game of Thrones podcast, the officially unofficial podcast for Game of Thrones on HBO. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. And we just watched season five, episode nine, entitled The Dance of Dragons. Uh, the one where Arya yells, oysters, clams, and cockles for like half the episode, which was kind of hilarious. I like it. She's, I do too, she, yeah. It's very endearing. It is. Uh, She's Marin like, Trant, not so endearing. Good no, lord. No, he's, uh, he's a, he's a shit heel. Yeah. A lot of shit heels in this episode. Uh, Sir Pedal Bear, as I'm going to call him from here on out. Yep, yep. I don't know how old that girl was, but I'm sure the answer is not old enough. Yeah, disgusting, disgusting, Marin Trant. Yeah, uh, I'm disgusted. Although with... he's not the worst man in the episode. No, no, he's not. I thought he had it locked up. I'm like, there's no way nobody's going to limbo under that bar. And Stannis the fucking Manus. Stannis Baratheon is dead to me. Fuck him. Yes. Fuck him. Yep. I do not want him on the Iron Throne. I don't want him anywhere, honestly. No. I hope, uh, see, I thought I Davos... Hope he slips, I, hope, I hope it gets even colder. He <laughs> slips on a patch of ice, busts his brains all over the fucking mm. uh, ground, and then... Somehow uh, burns to death. Uh, St- uh, Davos goes and leads the men up to the Night's Watch. They fully garrison all the castles, and everyone lives happily ever after. Yeah. So th- this is getting... I. Mm, what did you think of this episode as a non-book reader? Um, I thought it was heading toward bad places and then it was kind of awesome at the end like another epic ending so you thought the ending was, was ep- uh, epic I, I thought it was pretty epic yeah okay i i thought i was going to be supremely dissatisfied with it when i saw the fight that jorah put up mm-hmm. which was pretty terrible in my opinion we, we we've we've regressed back to the kind of terrible choreography and i get it he's an older guy right He's probably not as spry as an Oberyn, but once you see Oberyn fighting, mm-hmm. and then you see Jorah fighting, there's no comparison. Or any it's of the not stuff. nearly as exciting. And they did another dumb choreography thing where the guy could have killed him 15 times over, yeah. and just stood there waiting. And uh, you get, and I hate that stuff, man. I think some of that you could chalk it up to gladiatorial pageantry, but everybody else is just yeah, immediately no, dead. No. Jorah is the only one who's like that. Uh, I don't think it was just Jorah though. I thought most of the stage fighting was was pretty terrible. I did in, too. In the uh, I didn't like it, and I was like, "Oh no, this is going to be a really terrible fight." And a David Nutter is no Miguel Sapochnik. I think is how you pronounce that guy's name. Maybe oh, they should have. Have no idea. They should have saved Sapochnik or whatever his name is for eight nine. Okay, because he was wasted on seven. Who, who is this? Who He's the guy who directed last episode. He also directed seven. Oh, okay. He was wasted on seven. He rocked a house on eight, and I would have loved to see him yeah. uh, directing the the big pit fight. Yeah, I think it could have been much cooler. That scene though was totally saved when the Sons of the Harpy show up. Yeah, uh, that was effective. Like when they actually you yep. started seeing how well they've infiltrated the crowd. Uh, did you think I was going to have a rousing debate with you about whether his dar was behind the whole thing? Because he's... <laughs> well, if he was, he got betrayed, right? And so it's like kind of a, a it's a it's a moot point at this at this point. Yeah, point point point. Uh, and then Drogon shows up, and I was all in. Okay, I was super happy. To I see was that. worried you might think it's cheesy. No, no, not cheesy. Okay. Um. You know, I I buy that there could be some kind of connection between Danny and her dragons. And so you're thinking she Aquaman styled summon the dragon. She she does like the eyes she, closed. She, she tapped uh, three red. She tapped four red. Pretty much, yeah. And summon summon dragon. I think so. Okay, it's Dragon Storm. All right, <laughs> that'd be five. I think maybe even I don't know how much is the cast 
drag it's a, a lot. Out it's of like hand. seven, I think. Right. Um, but yeah, that that totally saved it. I thought him coming in and blowing fire all over the place was that part awesome. was cool. That was cool. Yeah. yeah. And when she got on, I was I was hoping it would be Tyrion. I was really hoping yeah. he'd be the one to ride it. But uh, Danny getting on the dragon and riding away is pretty sweet. Now I don't know where that leaves the rest of them. They're still kind of in the arena. You and I don't me know, both, brother. I don't know if all of the harpies left or yeah. what. A lot of them got torched. A lot of them did, yeah. Like I, I and and I, I thought Dario liked his chances against them too. Oh did my god! See? He's like, yes, he's a beast. He is. He is. He's not afraid <laughs> of shit. Yeah. I thought the actual drag. Uh, I thought the actual dragon writing was not well composited. Yes, I agree. It suddenly turned into a late nineties fantasy flick on wgn or something yeah the legendary travels of conan or something like (laughs) wait a second yeah it was pretty bad yeah but i overlooked it just because the rest of it was so awesome okay we're getting geared up for the sixth annual summer badass fest And while we're working on a slate of apex badass films to enjoy, we've got an early action-packed announcement to make. Just like last year, we're kicking off badass season with a live movie watch and podcast recording. We've rented out a theater for connoisseurs of action films and bald move fans that just want to have a great time. Unlike last year, this year's movie is top secret. Hush, hush. No hints, except it's incredibly badass. It stars an absolute icon of the genre, We're willing to bet most of you haven't seen it, and it's going to be an incredible viewing experience with a packed house of bald movers. Those of you who came to last year's screening of Total Recall know what a party it was, and those of you who didn't, (laughs) now's your chance to experience it. Meet me and Jim, order some custom movie-themed drinks at the theater's full bar, then watch us record the full podcast for the movie. We reserved a venue over twice the size as last year, but seating is still limited. It's happening Friday, 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 June 21st at 7 p.m. in our hometown of Cincinnati. Get full details and buy tickets at baldmove.com slash live. Cincinnati's actually a pretty great city to visit, and we've got lots of details for side adventures on our event page as well. The Reds are playing the Boston Red Sox in their fantastic Riverside Stadium. The thrills of Kings Island just minutes away, and I'll be leading a kayak trip down the scenic Little Miami River on Saturday. Again, get full details and get your tickets now on our Badass Fest 6 page at baldmove.com slash live live. Uh... Yeah, I mean, the other thing is, I honestly, I was so bummed out with the Stannis stuff, uh, and I was worried that, number one, um, you know, the the whole sequence in the arena was fairly accurate-ish to what actually happens in the books, Hmm, and I thought that it was strangely muted compared to what I was imagining what would happen. Hmm. Um, but part of it is like, so I, I always hate, like when I've got the book kind of fresh in my mind, cause I've, I've read that passage several times, um, just doing research and pulling quotes and stuff for some tinfoil things I did a couple weeks ago. Um, but I was just so bummed with the Stannis stuff. Like I hated that. I, at the last, I was like, Oh, thank God. At the last minute, he's going to swap out. This has all been, 
uh, Salise's idea, and mm-hmm. he's going to swap her out for Salise. And it turns out Salise is the one that was wanting to show mercy. What the hell? And I, I didn't watch, but I heard a little girl burned to death. Fuck that, man. <laughs> like, if I wasn't watching this on a professional yeah. basis, I might have turned it. I would have come back and watched the rest, mm-hmm. but I needed a moment. Yeah. I was really kind of like, I, I yeah, shell-shocked. Yeah, no, fuck Stannis. He's done. He is. Like, he, he cannot. No more love. He cannot win anything. I don't care if he high fives John next episode and they go riding into battle together. I hope he does. I wonder if Davos betrays him. See, I thought Davos was going to collect Shireen and head north with her, like abduct her. I got because he I, I got have, the distinct feeling that Stannis was up to no good. I think he was worried, but I gotta believe that he thought that he knew Stannis better than that. That Stannis wouldn't yeah. do that. I thought um, I did too, and and now that that he's going up, the, I I don't know what I don't know what Davos does. I don't know what Stannis does, but I'm kind of uh, my hopes now on a, a whole Davos betrayal. That he comes back and finds out what happened, and yeah, decides Stannis can't live. Yeah, and I don't know what that okay. what would happen to the army and all that after that because you know a lot of them sell swords and whatnot. maybe John could take it over. Maybe Stannis can get killed. John can swoop in there and become the leader of these this army and. Take Winterfell back. That would be pretty sweet. Maybe. Uh, so save his sister. That'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, I that I, doesn't seem very. I've already got Game the, of Thrones ish though. <laughs> I, my phone started going off. Like I don't usually get emails during the show, mm, but yeah. I got a spate of hate mail on the stand. Like within seconds of the stand scene, it's warranted. It, it was. It's. It's. Yeah. It's pretty bad. And it was. <laughs> is is the general like Stannis is dead to me, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, let's get off the Stannis subject. Let's talk okay. about Arya. What do you think of Arya? I there's another Arya. I was another. I felt like that was off. There was something off about hmm. how she behaved. Uh, and 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 I'm not just talking about like pursuing Marin Trant in uh, to the exclusion of what she was actually supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I, I it wasn't very subtle, like. Uh, just the fact that she would just completely ignore that guy screaming in her ear, girl, girl, give me one of them fucking cockles. I, and just like sit there and and stare in the open gaped mouth at Marin Trant. Allowing him time to like recognize her. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. She's no faceless man. That's for sure. No, no, she is not. No one. She's, (laughs) she's Arya Stark and she's kind of just like reverted back to season one. I I get it though. You see, Mm -hmm. you see the man that you think murdered your mentor. You might go and and she's a young girl. You might go a little, uh, shell shocked or catatonic, or you might be like Aaron after seeing uh, princess Shireen burnt (laughs) to death. But Uh damn, I was surprised that she let it go that to that extent. And it felt cool yeah. from that point forward. Like, I was all in. I thought, it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to see her stalking this guy. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see her get some intelligence. And it just all went out the window. And So she did get some intelligence. He's going to be back to that whorehouse the next day. Sure. And he's got a taste for young women. Yeah. So I think we can all kind of connect the dots of where this is probably going she's yeah but it just, I, I just her so. whirling just her whirling that that clamshell tray through the whorehouse and hmm. you know making yeah. the, making the eyes with sir Marin tran as many times she did i just it, i don't know man it felt very stupid to me it it felt a little forced i i agree um 
I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm blinded by the end of this episode being so awesome, but I still really enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, the, I Man, the stuff in Dorne is beautiful. Just mm-hmm. absolutely astonishing. Yeah. Like, I don't know where they shot that, but that dining room or whatever it was, uh-huh. was amazing. I think that's a real location. Yeah. It's like not built or a set or something. That was one of the problems I heard that they only could shoot like for four days, period. Huh. Um, okay. Which I kind of excused maybe some of the how it rushed. I, I still don't know what's going I'm I'm glad to see things are actually moving. Yeah. But we're nine episodes into this and I still don't know what the fuck Doran is doing. Like he's putting he's sending Tristane and Marcella to the, the King's Landing and Tristane, who's a young punk is going to mm. be on the small council in some capacity. But I, I I really don't know what the deal is. I mean, the show is trying to tell us that he's just trying to preserve the peace. He right? brought Alara to heal, got her to kiss the ring. That's, you know, the mother yeah. of the uh-huh. uh, of half of the snakes, sand snakes. Yeah, I was a little worried that she was going to try to, like, poison Jamie or something when she walked into that Well, there's that still, still another episode left to go. Yeah, that's true. Um. I don't know. From the looks of it, you know, he wants to just maintain the peace, but maybe he has more nefarious ideas. But I'm not sure. Since he's been introduced, which I can't remember if it was episode one or episode two, there has been literally no movement on this character. True. I want there to be desperately because he looks very cool. Yeah. Like he's he got does. this like, you know, and the way he's playing this game is like he's kissing Jamie's ass and all important doing drinks to Tommen. And it's all very, you know, uh, Michael Corleone, like letting them all kind of get in, but like I'm not seeing any Michael. I need to see. I need to see less Fredo, more Michael. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I I wish we would get a lot more of him. Plus, I like the actor, and mm-hmm. it's it'd be very easy to watch him do a lot of stuff. So yeah, yeah. We're about 10 weeks out from House of the Dragon Season 2, and it's time to prepare for war. Which in our case means, well, watching a lot of Hot D and reading a lot of Fire and Blood. Each week between now and June 16th, Maester Anthony and his co-host Steve are hosting a watch of each episode of Hot D Season 1. And then me and Jim are going to host a discussion of the differences between the events on that episode and how they're recounted in George R.R. Martin's historical tome, Fire and Blood. That's right, I've resorted to reading dragon books. God help us all. We'll see if my fresh eyes add any new insights or predictions into Season 2. Arm yourselves with all the lore you can for the battles ahead. House of the Dragon returns June 16th, but we've got you covered until then. Check out all of our upcoming Hot D coverage on the Hot D feed or on Bald Move Pulp, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's time for another season of Why is Mr. Feeney a Car? The premise is simple. A Gen Xer and a millennial watch old 80s action TV to see what still works and what doesn't. In previous seasons, we've done podcasts for Knight Rider, Airwolf, MacGyver, A-Team, and more. However, this year we're doing a very special season of Feeney. We're going back and reviewing the very special episodes of 80s and 90s sitcoms. Come cringe along with us as Hollywood tries to warn our families of the dangers of underage smoking, drug abuse, alcoholism, eating disorders, and much more. We start out with the episode of Boy Meets World where a high school kid gets sucked into a cult. Worlds collide as the Mr. Feeney finally makes an appearance on Why is Mr. Feeney a Car? 
Join me and my buddy Jay each week for episodes full of nostalgia and secondhand embarrassment. And don't worry, if very special isn't your speed, we've also got some all-time classic Knight Rider episodes to close the season with. Find Why Is Mr. Feeney a Car each Wednesday on Bald Move Pulp starting April 3rd. Um, there, there was some other stuff. I, I don't know this stag, this little stag. Uh, we're back on carving. Stannis. Yeah, but maybe talk more about no, Stannis. We're not. Okay. We're on Davos. Right. Or we're on yeah Davos. Okay. How does a man with no fingers make a carving that ornate? <laughs> like it's just on one hand, though. If you ask Jamie to carve you something, he <laughs> would not be able to do it. It's just on the one hand, though. I know, but you kind of need both you can, hands. You can you can hold it with nubs. You can you can nub up and then carve <laughs> All right, with the I'm other. I'm just saying it was it looked teeth, really good. Teeth, Jim. Mm, okay, he's got those. He famous, filed his teeth down. Yeah, he's got those famous famous Seaworth chompers. Yeah, that just yeah. can can eat through like an eight inch sea plank on a on the side of a warship. Yeah, chewing up a stag, no problem. All right, I mean, I don't have a whole lot more to say about that's this the thing. Like Stannis didn't even it. cut his fingers off. He's just a problem finger, you know, fingernail chewer. And oh, okay. he, he warmed down to yeah. the bone. Uh, no, I don't. I don't either. I yeah. am dissatisfied with this as a tip. You know, you're you're. They did spectacle, but the spectacle kind of kind of similar to last year. Like they everything built up to the the siege of the black uh, of um, oh god, I've forgotten the wall. The, yeah, at the, at the the action at the wall at Castle Black. I was trying to think of the Black Castle. What's its name? God damn it. <laughs> the Black Castle. Hmm. Uh the 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 Battle of the Castle Black and it just, you know, mm, there's a one location and we weren't really invested and some people died that we didn't really care about. I feel like this about a lot of the episodes, the stuff that was supposed to be epic. I, I'm glad it I'm glad it landed for you. So this might be um being pissed that Shireen burnt to death then carrying yeah. on to just being kind of dissatisfied and antsy that that I I don't think they were hitting everything that they they needed to hit but this episode I think is uh the, the my least favorite of the penultimate episodes of Game of Thrones. I think that might be the desired effect though. Mm. Like that Stannis stuff, you know that they want us to hate Stannis at this point. There's no way that oh. anybody looks at that and says, "Yeah. Yeah, I understand why he did that." Sure. I better not watch a fucking insider episode where the double D's are like, <laughs> well, you know, I, we're, we expect the audience to understand that Stannis is a leader and you got to make practical decisions and sometimes yeah. daughter's got to burn. You know, it's like if yeah. I get one more of like <laughs> recontext, I, I will flip my fucking lid. But no. yeah, but that's shocking. Shocking to me. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what episode 10 brings us, what the finale brings us. Yeah. I, uh, I hope they give us a little ray of sunshine at the end of this. I, I I doubt it. I, I do too. I really do too. With the stuff that's going to go on with Arya, honestly, uh, so, I thought they were going to. I thought they were going to end the season with uh, Danny riding off on a dragon. That yeah. was going to be the ray of hope. Okay, like finally she's riding a fucking dragon. How awesome is this? Ooh, yeah. Putting it here in this penultimate episode, like I don't know. Next week just might be a a a a, a oh, double no. decker shit sandwich for us to yeah. eat and and uh, and dread. What's going to happen? Like, what the hell is going to happen next season? Okay. I hope not. <laughs> I'd like to be excited for next season. Well, I'm not saying not I'm not saying it's that out. kind of thing, but like, you know, I, I'm trying to think of what Imagine would be... if there had been a Sansa scene in this episode. My God, it'd be... Well, there wasn't, so more... there was guarantees Sansa scene for next uh, week. That's what right. I'm talking about. Like, where is the... 
where is the like you know season one was kind of like a brutal kick in the balls yeah but you had the night's watch heading out for the greatest ranging ever and got the blood pumping with that and you got the you know the the rob's bannerman making him king of the north and you're thinking all right we're saddling up and we're of course that yeah that goes wah, wah. bad places but they at least gave us the hope. I mean, yeah. I wonder if it's like as we go further into books, they're just they're going to skip the hope. It's like, nah, we're not even going to pretend. I'm not going to pretend. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, I'm pretty sure there'll be a lot of people having things to say about this episode. If you'd like to get us feedback, uh, you can do so at Game of Thrones at BaldMove.com. We'll be back with a full featured podcast on episode scene by scene breakdown. Lots of your feedback on Tuesday, and then we'll have the spoiler edition on Friday. Uh, you can also uh, uh, participate in the conversation on forums.baldmove.com. we got a spoiler thread and a non-spoiler for- thread, depending on which way you're swinging. And you can also follow... I pretty up. much avoid them all, just because... It's probably safe. I'm scared You're of so spoilers. close. Like, I feel like... Uh, that's one of the things I'd like to see at the end of the season, like whether I can tell people, like, yeah, well, man, I don't know. Uh, if they completely catch up to the books at the end of the season, I'd tell people to go like crazy, but there's still a lot of like nitty gritty stuff that mm-hmm. I'm not sure why they haven't put in or if it just doesn't matter or what, but uh, it's, it's hard to tell people you're ever spoiler free unless you've read everything. So, okay. But yeah, uh, you can follow releases on Facebook and on, on Twitter. All right, cool. We'll see you guys on Tuesday for the full cast until then. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. See ya.